Welcome to C-Suite Radio. The Open Mic Podcast is brought to you by the Cheap Seat Entertainment Network. Holy heartbeat! Welcome to another episode of the Open Mic Podcast. Excellent! With your host, Brad Allen. Well, isn't that extra special? Recorded live at Bay Area Studios. Join Brett each week as he interviews celebrities, influencers, authors, high-level entrepreneurs, and much more. At the open mic, no topic is off limits. Giddy up. And you never know who may stop by. Now, here's your host, Brett Allen. Happy Tuesday. Welcome into a brand new edition of the Open Mic Podcast. A brand new edition. That's right. A little play on words there. Our guest today is Ralph Tresvant, formerly of the band New Edition. I can tell you that Ralph has been in the music game for at least easily over three decades, if not longer, and won multiple Grammy Awards and many other awards as well. And we have the pleasure of talking to him on the show today. The interview is going to be short and sweet. He is a very busy man and he has brand new music that just released and all of that information will be in our show notes. But Ralph, welcome into the Open Mic Podcast. It is great to have you here today. It's great to be here, Brent, man. Pleasure to be here. Well, I am excited to chat with you, and I feel like lately I've been saying that about everybody because it's true. I get to talk to so many amazing people. First things first, how has life been for you Mm -hmm. during quarantine? I've been asking everybody this. What does Ralph Tresvant do uh, to keep himself busy during quarantine? That's the big question everybody has. Oh, my goodness. Well, there's two two major things. Uh, One is I think I've watched every movie that's ever been made on the planet. (laughs) <laughs> I think that's been one of the big things. And in between there, I've been trying to write, produce, and get some new songs ready for to follow up the single that I have coming out. So just trying to stay busy in that area and staying on the phone with kids and family across the country, uh, playing a lot of music, sharing a lot of uh, videos, and doing a lot. We're not as much chatting online as I used to do because uh, I've been spending a lot of time behind the scenes watching movies, man. But that's pretty much it right now, just gearing up for this project and the next album that I'm going to release and watching binge watching every episode everything on Netflix and Prime Amazon Prime that's ever been made. I agree with you. Mm-hmm. I've been the same way. I feel like if there was ever a time to invest in any of those companies, uh January would have been the month to do it because good grief, the stock has probably gone through the roof with everybody watching Netflix and uh My goodness. Amazon Prime and ordering stuff. Oh yes. god. I know. I've it's been horrible. <laughs> Before this thing started, I bought a brand new television. I bought a Nintendo Switch mm-hmm. for my kid, which I never swore I would I swore I would never do it. And now I own a Nintendo mm-hmm. Switch and like six games. I'm looking at them here in my studio. And uh <laughs> every kind of food delivery service, I feel like I have maxed that out. But uh, yeah, well, it's good to know that uh, I'm in good company, my friend, that you have been doing the same thing <laughs> that the rest of us. Absolutely. My doorbell, they didn't knock at my doorbell every five minutes, seemed like I can drop something off and leave. You know, I just can't st- stop Amazon from delivering stuff or watching the television show, uh, you know, the app on the, sh- on the TV. I'm just <laughs> on there all day long. Between them two, they got a bunch of my my money right now, I can tell you that. Well, that's great. <laughs> then it's time to put out new music, right? Bunch of stuff I don't need, though. Oh, I know, oh, right? Oh, we got it. I got to do something. I better get out here and do this music, or I'm going to go broke, man. <laughs> <laughs> 
That is funny. Well, you have a new single that is set to release here very soon, All Mine, featuring the iconic, along with yourself, Johnny Gill, one of your fellow bandmates from New Edition. The big question is on this one is how does it feel to have been doing this for just decades? And I mean decades. I'm 46, and I grew up listening to your music, listening to it in the summertime, uh, just blasting it on my boombox and and all the radio stations pumping through wow. it, and now you're still doing it. So, how does that make you feel to be so relevant to this day and and garnering new fans and just putting out great music? I tell you, it's a blessing. It's an honor. Yeah, I take nothing for granted. After all these years, I've seen a lot of people come, and I've seen a lot of people go, and still have uh, the the opportunity to put out new music and it be taken seriously, moved around in the right outlets. Uh, in a time where a lot of the old OGs that came up in my era, they just don't have that opportunity anymore. So it's a blessing. And at the end of the day, I feel like um, overall, the overall group, new edition, still being able to put out movies, uh, life stories, being able to, um, you know, we got the, the star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame in 2017 and stuff like that. You know, just still keeping them things alive. So I think the fan base that we have out there is super special. And they help they help catapult a lot of this um, continued success or continued ability to be able to keep putting music out uh, because they keep asking for it, you know. And if nobody else buys it, we have a, such a solid fan base that we're able to go out here and still do what we do and make a living from it just from the solid new edition fans without even making any new ones. And that's been the blessing, I think, overall, just having such a solid fan base throughout the years. Yes. Now, you're a family man. You have kids. Obviously, we just mentioned that. What do they think of Dad? Mm-hmm. Do they watch your old music videos with New Edition? Do they listen to your music? Do they? Do, what do they think about what Dad does? <laughs> well, you know what? My kids really could care less for the most part. You know, no, they enjoy it. It took a long time. My kids didn't really understand uh, the level of success that I had had in, this, in, in the industry until I got around some of their, the artists they like. It's like, oh, Dad, uh, Drake just came up to you and said hi, man. What's that all? About? You know, that, that's when they'll see. Okay, man, he's he must have did some real <laughs> special things in this world. But until then, I'm just playing old dad. You know, where they come after and I need this, dad, or can you get me this? And I want to get me a custom pair of roller skates, or you know, they're just that. They love it. At the same time, they're not they're not over the top with it. They, my kids were raised to be a little bit more away from the industry, although I have two children who have kind of followed in my footsteps. My oldest daughter, Nicole, she sings, puts out music. She's about to put out some music. And my, my son, uh, with my name, my namesake, Junior, Ralph Junior, he's uh, working on some stuff himself. So between them two, they kind of followed it. My youngest son did it for a minute, but I think it was just because his other siblings were doing that. But he's kind of gone into real estate and stock market and all that stuff now. So, uh, and my older daughter and my in-between daughter, Mariah, she's up in the Mercer area, Northern um, California um, college student. She's just been a straight-A student all her life and valedictorian this thing. So she has nothing. She could care less about the music industry and all that stuff. But they all love and appreciate what I've been able to do and how I've been able to provide for them and all that kind of stuff. So from that aspect, it's been good. But as far as the success, they could care less. They didn't even know about it until some of the, like I said, some of their favorite artists I was able to introduce them to, and they come up to me. It was their artist was uh, happy or ecstatic to meet me, and that's when they started saying, "Okay, well, who is that? What, is, what does he do? <laughs> <laughs> what is he doing?" I, exactly, it was that kind of thing. So that's funny. I love it. I love that they was able to stay humble with it. Yeah, it's cool because they were able to keep a cool head about it all, and 
not let it overwhelm them, you know. Yeah, yeah. And I imagine, too, now that they kind of get it, do they ever ask, hey, Dad, do you know this person? Can you introduce me to that person now that they get who you are as a person and such an icon in the music world, so to speak? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I just haven't had opportunities because a lot of the times I've been behind the scenes and doing the audition. We don't, we're not always kind of working. So I haven't been in any of these arenas or, or none of the concerts. But my son wants to meet Drake. My oldest and, uh, and my youngest son, they want to meet Drake. Dakari and Ralph want to meet him, and, uh, and 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 Chris Brown. They want to meet Chris Brown. Something serious. But I've, all my my daughters have met all of their favorites, from Trey songs to when Little Bow Wow was hot. My daughter was met and Beyonce and all. They've all kind of got a chance to meet a lot of their favorites throughout the years. But my um, youngest and uh, my two youngest are my boys, and them two, they still have some people on their on their list that they want to meet take pictures with and stuff. That's great. I love hearing these types of stories, especially, you know, from <laughs> my perspective, who I get who you are. And I, I grew up with your music. And to have this new generation discovering you and discovering your music and, of course, New Edition, um, that was just a household name. I mean, you've been at this for a very long time, decades, I would say. And now we're in this generation <laughs> where... The industry seems to have changed quite a bit from when you started back mm -hmm. in the day, touring, handing out tapes, cassette tapes, people listening who don't know what that is, right. uh, eight tracks even. Right. From your perspective, Ralph, uh, up to now, how has the industry changed? What have you seen that has changed either for the good or for the not so good as far as becoming a musician and an artist and, and all of it that comes with it? Well, one of the big things that changed is that the ability to to make music, produce music, and 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 get a tr get a shot at laying down what you think is talent, even if you're not talented. These studios and all these things have been more compacted, and it's just allowed everybody to kind of take for granted the art form. To me, it's like it doesn't have all the way kind of the same magic that it used to have or prestige that it used to have back in the days. Uh, that's one thing that I think has declined. The digital stuff has made it a little bit easier to share stuff so everybody doesn't have to purchase it. So it's not as big a return on doing things as it used to be when you, when I was growing up. Artists put out a record and you had to go purchase the record. You had to go get it that way or you didn't get the record. Nowadays, I can buy a record and share it with whoever I want. And that kind of thing has kind of decreased the game. So in those ways, it's a little lessened. But overall, I think the, the art and the beauty of still putting down um, your ideas, getting these, uh, just addressing different things that need to be addressed, all that kind of still there. But over the, the main thing that has had a problem to me is just the prestige of it all. It doesn't feel like it has the same pop that it used to have when we was little. Because everybody's, you tell somebody you're an artist now, I say, oh, yeah, you know, my, my brother's doing it, my cousin's doing that, my son is an artist as well. He's a singer. He's a, now he was a producer. You know, it's that kind of thing. But before it was rare. It's like, really? You produce music? Wow, you sing records? So you have a record out? It was a lot different back then, prestigious-wise. It just seems like that has kind of taken a, uh, a, a decline as the years have gone on. But I still love doing it. You know, if you've been established way back in those days, people still you still have a sense of prestige, like your Princes, your Michael Jacksons, your Madonnas, and people who came from that era where it was prestigious that still held on, but it's like a lot of the younger and newer stuff, it doesn't have that same 
prestige. And I think because of that, it does, those artists are artists now. It's harder to have that long career, that 30, 40 year career that you're talking about, those decades that I've been blessed with. It's harder to have that type of career because of that. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you 100%, especially now uh, with, you said you can release music anyway. One last question, Ralph, and then we will wrap this mm-hmm. interview up. I want to ask you, and I ask sure. a lot of musicians this, now there is, seems to be this mm-hmm. fast food mentality of music and you can go on a reality show and there's just not that badge of honor, that prestige that you mentioned. How do you feel about that in particular as far as like, does it do the artist good or does it hinder them uh, if they go on one of these shows and they do well one night, but they don't get the experience of the hustle and the grind that you experienced coming up in the music industry? Yeah, it's the good and the bad with it, you know. In one sense, you're exposed to the entire world a lot faster, and it's quicker than like we used to do. We have to get in a van when we first start out and go from state to state, city to city, within those states, town to town, to really get the name, uh, performing at all these different territories. Uh, now you can go on one platform, and everybody in the world sees you. You know, it's like being able to go on the Ed Sullivan show every time you, uh, or some show like that, Dick Clark's show every time you um, step on uh, your computer, step in front of your computer, you know, you, you, you're instantly exposed. So in that way, you got more ways of exposing what you do um, faster. So you can be an overnight success. At the same time, um, just like you said, the experience and the longevity that it seems like they, they seem to fall off a lot quicker. It has this, the lifespan of those type of artists just seem to, to be very short. And that's a that's a shame because there's a lot of great talent that gets exposed that way, and in the same way that they get exposed, some of the the bad sides of them can be exposed just as quick. So if the artist is really not a good person or whatever, and something that just gets exposed that shouldn't have been exposed about that person, they can kill them just as quick as it can help them rise to the top. You know, it can ruin a career just as quick as it can make one. Yeah. It's a catch yeah, too. It really is. Well, you have mm-hmm. created for yourself a lifestyle and a legacy that will go on forever. And I'm forever grateful for your music. It got Thank me you. through a lot of uh, rough times in middle school <laughs> and uh, in high school. Thank you, Brad. I appreciate that. Yeah. Well, Ralph, I appreciate that, Brad. That's nice. You are a true icon in my eye, and I thank you for everything. I love the new music, and I'm excited to see uh, what the future holds. Ralph, thanks for joining me on the podcast today. I really do appreciate it. Thank you for having me, man. Anytime you want me, I'll be back. That brings today's episode to an end. Thanks for choosing to stop by and listen. If you enjoyed the show, consider sharing it with a friend and hitting the subscribe button. It's absolutely free. The views and opinions of our guests do not necessarily reflect those of the host. Is it all over, Rock? I guess so. Until next time, cheers. Today's episode of the Open Mic Podcast is brought to you by Cheap Seat Entertainment.